with this acronym. That I is know. Nano, <laughs> Nate, what is it? Napod Pomo. Napod Pomo. Napod Pomo. Hey, this is Stephanie. Welcome to the Geopaths podcast. (laughs) I'm so sorry if I sound exhausted. I'm exhausted. It's day 28 of 30 days of NAPOD POMO National Podcast Posting Month, or as I like to call it, International Podcast Posting Month. Two more days to go. Two more days to go. Wait, Geopaths podcast. What do we do? What do we do? We scratch your cultural curiosity itch one niche at a time. We have usually, usually, other than November, different shows, different themed shows. Like we have a book show, language show, internet show. You get the idea. Podcasting, coffee, and so much more. For November, though, for this 30-day posting madness that myself and a lot of other podcasters globally are doing... We're focusing just on the language show. We've spent a lot of time this month talking about Mandarin Chinese and a little bit of time geeking out about Japanese as well. Please go back and look at the other 28 days, oh, 27 days, the other 27 days, and uh, have a peek. They're all mini episodes, and for me, that means less than 20 minutes, generally speaking. Some of them are considerably less. That was part of the experiment. I wanted to see what I could do that was less than 90 minutes. Welcome. <laughs> Today, I, I uh, how do I introduce Paul Chomo other than podcaster, leader, thought leader, podcaster extraordinaire, and someone that has figured out some sound aspects of podcasting that make my ears drool, which sounds disgusting, but I mean it as the best of all sound compliments that a podcaster on 27 Days of Publishing can make. So, Vormitz podcast is his uh, main podcast, I guess he would say. Paul, would you say that? Let's say that. And checking in with Chomo is the one that he started for Napod Pomo, this 30-day posting madness. And rumor has it, well, actually, it's not rumor straight from the horse's mouth. He said, oh, I did an animal joke. See what I did? Anyway, and he said that he's going to continue doing it on a regular basis afterwards. So hurrah to all of that. Checking in with Chomo. We'll talk about it more during this geek out session. Paul's episode comes in two parts. You are such lucky ducks today. Oh my God. I'm seriously, I do not have this planned. I am talking completely spontaneously. It's just the animal things come out of my mouth when I talk about, when I talk about Paul, is that true? Paul, is that true? I don't know. Are you answering this as I'm asking you these things, Paul? Anyway, what am I saying? We have a two-parter with Paul because we meant to just talk about our Nalpod Pomo experience as a wrap-up for the month. And we talked for a lot longer than either one of us could put on our podcast. So Paul has the some of our conversation on checking in with Chomo. He published it earlier today. And I have part of it here in two parts. Yeah. The part you're listening to right now is the Napod Pomo geek out session or venting session or isn't it glorious? So glad we did this session, whichever one fits, which is probably all of them. Part two will be the Mandarin Chinese section, which wasn't even supposed to be a thing, but um, I don't want to spoil it, but go, go ahead and go over to part two, the language one, and you'll see what I mean, which by the way, that part was very unplanned. I had no idea we were even going to talk about language. I did not know any of the information that he divulged in that section. So I I, I, did, I separated it out because I'm trying to do mini episodes here. So you get two episodes today. 
And I don't want this to be a cheat. So this is still just day 28. I still have two more people coming on the podcast before the end of the month. And holy cow, this intro is too long. And I don't care because I'm exhausted. I'm changing countries in a month. I just sold a the vast majority of what's in my apartment during a moving sale after work. And I am absolutely going to fall over. So, <laughs> so here is Paul Chomo, folks. Checking in with Chomo and Varmint's podcast. Hurrah. Dun, 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 dun. Here we go. All right. We're I hit record, Paul. It's happening. It's happening. It's happening. Here we go. <laughs> Are you ready for this? Yes, absolutely. Been looking forward to this. <laughs> oh, me too. <laughs> I've got sunshine and coffee and Paul Chomo. I mean, it, day's over. It doesn't Oh, get that's that's sweet of you to say. <laughs> How's your nano, nano, I can't, I hate this acronym. How's nano, Nate, what is it? Nate Pod Pod Pomo. There, how's it going for you? Do you know how many times I had to edit out myself saying it and I just added National Podcast Posting Month because it was easier to say than the, the, it's not even an acronym. It's a, what, abbreviation, I guess. It's just, it's terrible. (sighs) Yeah. Well, my experience with it is very different than the abbreviation. (laughs) Okay. The experience has been really, one, very good, two, very fun, and three, exhausting. (laughs) Yes, definitely. Now, are you you recording multiple shows and then just releasing them? Because that's what I have to do. I have to record two or three at a time and then just schedule them. Because what I planned to do at the beginning switched on day two. So I had nothing in the can at all. I decided to do a bunch of mini interviews as opposed to me just reporting on my uh, Chinese language learning. And so I just sent out a million messages on multiple social media platforms with people that had been on the show before and with people who never have, but I've been meaning to talk to and was like, oh my God, help! (laughs) (laughs) Can you you record this? And so I started like offering like asynchronous interviews where I would just type in questions. They'd record them at some point during the month and send them back to me. Oh, that's cool. I found a great app that transfers audio files from WeChat, which is like the app of truth in China, over to your computer mm-hmm. like that. It's the best two ninety nine nice. I've ever spent in my life. Oh, nice. It's really good. Yeah, so I did that. I had some audio messages in WhatsApp. I had some audio messages in Instagram. And some people really, really are good. Like they're uh, picky about their sound files. So they would do it wherever and then just email me the sound file. So I had all of these asynchronous interviews and all these different spots. And so for the first week I was scrambling. It was only last week that I actually got ahead and was able to do three or four in a row and then breathe. You said you got three or four already? I have this one and then I have to record one more and I'm, they're all scheduled. Like I'm done. So why did you decide to do this? Because you said in your recent episode that you have never done this before. Uh, Just the challenge of it, just to see if I could do it. Last year, it came around, and it was like November 4th when I found out about it. And I was like, ah, it's too late. I can't really do anything. I was going to try to make these little audio short pieces. I was going to try to make 30 of those and and run each one each day of the month. They're a lot of work. I made one of them. I think it turned out really, really well. I couldn't replicate that. I Mm -hmm. tried. I tried finding pieces of audio that inspired me the way that that did, and it just didn't work. So I asked my friends to go on 
uh, a thing called SurveyMonkey, and I asked them to either, you know, ask me a question, ask me for advice, or just ask me how my day was going. And they did. And then in a couple of days, I had enough there to do all 30 days. And I have leftover stuff, like I'm not gonna be able to get to it all. So this podcast, this nano net pot, blah, whatever you want to call it, this is actually going to become a regular podcast, maybe a weekly podcast. So I'll get around to everybody's stuff and it'll just be a nice place for me to come and dump my brain out. And, you know, there's tons of those podcasts where a guy just talks about life for a few minutes. Like Adam Higgins just does that really, really well. And it's just one more on the pile, but it's a good way for me to just record something and and get it out there and get it off my chest and get it out into the world. And so are you going to go weekly or biweekly or you're not, are you going to continue daily? Oh no, I'm not going to continue daily. No, 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 no. (laughs) I'm not going to know what to do with myself when this month is over with. Right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, you said you have to go back to recording varmints. Is it this week or this weekend? You've got a big... I'm going to... Yeah, we're going to record a, an episode this week, hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. And then I'm finishing up my little Napod Pomo thing. There, I nailed it. And that's it. Yeah, <laughs> finally, I got it. Napod Pomo. <laughs> Napod Pomo. Napod Pomo. I've been practicing. Any surprises? I'm going to right. surprises. I think the thing that I'm most pleasantly surprised by is that I'm actually able to do a solo podcast. I don't know that I'm doing it that well, but I have, I've gotten a lot more confident in doing something on my own without having to rely on somebody else. Not that I don't like relying on somebody else because I love doing podcasts with Donna, but could I do my own podcast and, and have it be entertaining and have fun doing it? So far, I think I'm having fun doing it. I don't know how entertaining it is. I'm trying to make it entertaining, <laughs> but it's just a good creative outlet more than anything, you know? Very entertaining. I think Thank it you. was when you joined the the group RSS feed is when I realized you were doing one. I, I, I missed the first two weeks and then I had to like seriously streamline. You were an entire day of my life last week, by the way. Um, <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, I didn't know Paul was doing one of these. If this is your experiment into solo podcasting, what is when you refine it going to sound like? You basically raised the bar and I was a little bit pissed at you. And then I started to laugh at your jokes and I got over it. Raise the bar? How? Yeah. Oh my God, your no. sound quality to begin with. And I'm not a huge sound person. I'm not. I mean, I do. I have developed podcasters ears to an extent, but your <laughs> your sound quality, when you're putting music in and out, I can hear that you're playing with that. And I'm like, oh, I like, I like this experiment. Oh, well, that one, uh, okay. But no matter what you're doing with it, it sounds really good. And your pace is really relaxing. And sometimes when people start doing a solo show, you can kind of feel the awkwardness and I don't hear that at all in yours. Well, thank you. Gosh, that's sweet of you to say. I appreciate it. When I'm telling a story, I don't have notes for, first of all, I don't have a script or anything, but when Mm -hmm. I'm telling a story, I will just take my glasses off and I will just stare at my desk and just tell the story like I'm telling it to one of my friends. There's a lot of long pauses and for me to like collect my thoughts and continue the story. And that's because that's how I talk in real life. That's the thing is I'm just trying to be myself. If it's entertaining, it's entertaining. If it's not, if it's not. But it's a good way for me to just kind of be myself on a microphone and vent and be creative. And that's it. You know, like it's fun. It's fun for me. How long ago did you start again? I began in July of 2016. 2016. Okay. So you're about a year before me. Okay. Okay. So can I ask you about your sound quality then? Because I I am blown away by what you're doing for your solo show. Checking in with Choma, right? Yeah. Nailed it. Yep. What's your setup? I have a condenser microphone, which everybody tells you not to use, but I use one. And yeah, it's a it's an AT AT twenty thirty five condenser mm-hmm. microphone, which everybody tells you you're not supposed to use for podcasting, but I do it. And then I have a uh, I have a mixer, 
And connected to the mixer is a little uh, tablet on which I have a soundboard. Mm -hmm. So I can play music mm -hmm. like that. I don't know if you can hear that. That's not another track. You're playing that into the mic at the same time. I'm playing that into the mic at the same time. It's going yeah. through my mixer and out to the world. So I can just turn it off and then I can do that. <laughs> What's your mixer? Uh, the mixer is a Behringer something. Wow. It's got a lot of knobs and holes and wires and stuff. And I have a 22-year-old son that helps me plug everything in because I don't know how to do it. Wow. So yeah, I have a mixer, I have a microphone, and I have a, a tablet with a soundboard on it. Do you edit on the tablet? I do not. I edit it uh, in Windows. Ah, okay. So I export my audio file. I get Donna's audio file. I slap them together, and then I, I edit the show. Okay, that explains the crispness in your podcast. That's Thank you. Wow. Yeah, no, it, it is. Cause I just, and the sound, there's so many times that when people play music, they either drown themselves out or you can barely hear it, and you're like, I'm not sure that needs to be there. But yours was such a delicate goodness that I couldn't figure it out. <laughs> I'm like, what the heck is he doing with that? Yeah. Just a lot of trial and error, and a lot of error mostly. Yeah. You well, I, I stopped doing music over voice because I just couldn't get it right. And I'm like, done. I do music or I do voice and that's it. That, that's where my <laughs> skill set is. Yeah. Now, like on Varmints, I will go in while I'm editing and I'll put the bed music behind our, our vocal tracks. But while when I'm doing my solo thing, I just have the bed music going while I'm talking. So yeah, but I have the condenser microphone, which if you ask anybody that knows anything about podcasting, they're like, oh no, don't ever use a condenser microphone. You know, they're too sensitive. They're too this, they're too that. And mm -hmm. I don't know, this, this is fine. I used a Blue Yeti. Nobody likes Blue Yetis. <laughs> then I upgraded to this thing. If you're sound sensitive and you <laughs> experiment and you figure out how to make it work, it is supposed to sound good. But the problem is a lot of beginning podcasters use it and don't really listen to what it sounds like when they're using it. Right. That's, that's a problem because you can't do yes. like like you're doing with my Samsung Q2U. You could do almost anything as long as you're close to the mic and you're okay, but you can't yeah. do that with a condenser. That's it's much more sensitive. I lean towards 60 to 90 minute conversations for my podcast usually. So now Pod Pomo is actually my experiment into shorter audio and mm -hmm. can I do it? Does it sound like a full idea and do I like them? And I'm very annoyed because my numbers have skyrocketed, which means the listeners like it better than the long conversations, which by the way, listeners, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if your market explicit or not, so I didn't audio that. Hey, yeah, no, no, it's fine. If this is not going to be a video for my podcast. So for the yeah. audio people, for the people listening to the audio only version, she just, uh, yeah, she just told everybody that they are number one with the finger that you don't normally use <laughs> Middle for number one. Because yeah. yeah. I love the longer conversations. I have so much fun in them and I feel like so much cool stuff comes out, especially towards the end of them. But mm -hmm. I know people are busy. I have a ridiculous <clears throat> amount of free time and a lot of people don't. But I really like the longer ones. So the experiment working where people do like the 10 minute, 20 minute episodes versus the 90 minute ones is good and bad all at the same time. So I don't know what to do with this information. Because I'm not going to do asynchronous 10-minute podcast ad nauseum. That's not a medium I'm interested in. It's just something I was playing around with. So I don't know what to do with this revelation. You know, I have a, a friend. His name is Corbin Maxey. And he does a show about animals. And he's, <laughs> he's actually an animal expert. He's really an entertaining guy. And his normal episodes are about an hour, hour and a half each. Mm -hmm. But what he's started to do is that he's realized that that is too long for some people. Some yeah. people 
can't commit to an entire hour and a half of him interviewing somebody. So he does two podcasts a week now. He has one that's his normal hour, hour and a half. And then he releases one that is like a condensed version of that podcast. It's like Mm -hmm. 10 or 20 minutes. Or he might talk about something completely different for 10 or 20 minutes and put out the short version of either the thing that he just talked about or just something different. Just a little blast of information. I listen to all of it, just like I listen to all of your stuff. It doesn't matter how long it is, but he realized, hey, you guys aren't listening to all of my stuff. So here's just a a little short thing for you. And it's working out well for him, I think. It's funny you said that because I I have been batting that around with a pod friend and and thinking of maybe doing like a 20, 30 minute version of the longer ones because I don't want to stop doing the longer ones, but I don't want to lose all the people that have joined us when they figure out that they're usually that long. So (laughs) I, I have been thinking about that. I just... Time-wise, I'm not sure how much more it'll take because editing is one of my pain points in podcasting. So I'm not really sure how much that would take. And then would people actually still listen to the longer one if there was a shorter one? And it, so- it sounds like it would probably be true. Like there, people would go to whichever one they we're at. I don't know. Yeah. It, it is it is an interesting idea. And that's working for him. He's having people listen to both. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, it's working. Does he monetize either of those? I don't know. He's the kind of guy, you remember like Jack Hanna growing up, these guys that would go on talk shows with the animals and they would talk to they yeah. would, you know, have, He does that. Corbin yeah. does that. So he's been on the Today Show a bunch of times and wow. he's been on like the Tonight Show and you know, he's a great guy. He, he makes a lot of money from doing that and then just doing animal shows around where he lives and stuff. Yeah. Uh, super talented guy. That's very cool. So I don't know if he monetizes from his podcast or not. I don't even know if he has a Patreon. Yeah. I can tell you. I'm w- one of those weird people that feels like I would I would put creative pressure on myself if I had a Patreon. So I'm trying to think of creative ways to monetize <laughs> elsewhere. Do you have any big plans yep. for Varmints or for checking in with Chomo for 2020? For 2020, I'm just going to keep doing checking in with Chomo, maybe weekly, maybe bi-weekly, maybe whenever I feel like it. And uh, for Varmints, we're just going to keep making episodes and I am, I'm working on something. It's in the very, very, very very beginning stages and I don't really want to talk about it because sure. it's not a thing yet, but it's a pretty, I think it's kind of a big deal. Yeah. So I'm really excited to see hopefully at this time next year, how far along that's gone. Yeah. Have you guys ever done an episode where you like interview each other or anything like that? No, we haven't really done anything like that. Ooh. Not yet. That's a good idea though. Take it where and we interview each other. That would yeah, be really fun to listen to. Yeah. Because your your chemistry on that podcast is really good. You're both really playful with each other, with the topic, and your jokes crack me up. They're really embarrassing <laughs> and me- when I'm on the metro, and I'll be like laughing really hard, and you know, and people are like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> I enjoy it. <laughs> I'm glad you do. That's our goal for every show. It's like, hopefully we make you laugh at least one time, and that like it learned at least one new thing about an animal. Yeah. And if sure. we've done that for you for every episode. So then that's, we've done our job. All right. So you're not doing Napod Pomo next year, you don't think? No, because I'm going to keep doing this, this thing just on and off. I'm not doing this ever again. My son was like, you're going to do it again. I'm like, nope. I'm the kind of guy that if like, if I completely beat a video game to where I see the end credits, I'm probably never going to pick that video game up again. I get and that's that. kind of how I am with this. If I yeah. beat this, if I yeah. get the final boss, like November yeah. 30th, and I release an episode, I'm done. Because now I have two podcasts. My wife wasn't crazy about me having one podcast. Now I have two. <laughs> 
and that's it. I'm not doing this again. I get that. That's the thing is I was like, yeah, I'm going to do this, but I'm not doing a different feed. I'm not going on a different host. I'm like, I'm doing this exactly where I am and people will have to deal with it. If you need to leave for a month and come back, that's cool. I'm not doing extraordinary measures. And then I did extraordinary measures anyway. <laughs> I, I need to see what happens with the audience afterwards. Do some people stay? Is it a good kind of experimental month with what I'm already doing? And then people stay on and it increases the right kind of audience. If it does that in December and January, if I start to see that, then I would contemplate doing it again, but sticking to the plan and having at least half of the friggin' episodes available before November 1st. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my caveats. I would definitely not do it day by day. I thought I could do it without editing. I thought I could just record and post and mm -hmm. my pod brain was not okay with that. And no. I did not know that was there. I thought I was still pretty lackadaisical about what it sounded like. No. <laughs> yeah. Do you have uh, plans for 2020? What are your plans for your podcast? Um, I just started using a social media planner to try to get more of that right audience into the conversation. And it fell off at, in November because this now Pod Pomo has been all consuming. So I have to go back to that and all the episodes that I've done, I have to kind of get things in there. I've been working on SEO, which I hate because it feels like it's not human. It feels like it's talking to computers, but... Oh, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. But then the things people search for use the algorithm that the SEO taps into. So it is talking to humans, but it's doing it in this very weird, impersonal kind of way. Sure. Reaching out to more groups for the, like, for the language show. There's a lot of Mandarin Chinese language learning groups globally that I haven't tapped into for the... Yeah, I don't know what to do with the internet show. I don't know that there's groups talking about our online activities and how they change over time. I think that's just too freaking hard. So I'm going to let that one go. For the book one, there's a lot of <laughs> book reading groups that I can tap into. Too. So kind of just building the community in more of a, a group way and convincing people that having multiple shows on a podcast isn't as confusing as they think. <laughs> and you're moving too. Oh yeah. And I'm moving countries and I might move twice if it doesn't work out. So we'll see. <laughs> oh my goodness. Right? No, I'm, I'm going to work my butt off to at least be there a year, but I can't guarantee that because it is Europe and we are two Americans and this might be tricky. But I've done yeah. a lot of research. This is not a spur of the moment kind of decision. I'm not 20 anymore and I don't live out of a backpack, which are not bad <laughs> things, but it's not where I am right now as we just right. so close to 50. This is a very methodical move done for very quality of life reasons. And we've chosen this country because of the long-term like social benefits and quality of life aspects. And they have this thing called work-life balance. So that's that's 2020. And getting over the fact that I've made it to 2020 because it feels futuristic to me. It's weird, right? It's so weird. We should be in flying cars by now. Where is my flying car? Where is my flying car? <laughs> like I, my meals should be in pellets. I should be... Yeah. Spacesuit in a flying car. I should be putting a chip in my head for the language. Like my language show shouldn't exist. Yeah, transporter beams. Where are those? I could be doing this with you in person right now. Right. I mean, jet lag. Why do we still have jet lag? I shouldn't have to spend twelve hours to get to a destination. Star Trek told me I'd have one of those. Damn it. I feel so lied to. <laughs> We'll just set it in 2020 and nobody will ever notice that it's not going to happen. Oh no, we've noticed. <laughs> Yeah.